songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. Hello. Hi. This episode, we are joined by actor, comedian, writer, Dwayne Colbert. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having me. Well, we're happy to have you. It's so, yes. Hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Betsy, you just settled in, didn't you? You're like, hi. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. How are you doing today, Betsy? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I got some work done. I have a feeling of accomplishment. All right. Um, I have, you know, my house is kind of clean. Mm, my kids are kind of behaving, so everything's kind of okay. All right. That sounds like the most we can ask for as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is comfortably mediocre. Yes, yeah. good. <laughs> how are you all doing? How How are you, Amanda? No, I'm behind the ball. All day I've been behind the ball. It's yeah. like I can't catch up to it. Like I, I feel good. I'm in a good space, but it's like the world is moving faster than me. So oh, I'm just like, hold yeah. on, hold on. I'll be there. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Just remember at. you are, you know, uh, loved. You are a child. Oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> You'll be fine. I was like, You'll oh, yes. <laughs> I was getting ready to hear. I was going to spout some nonsense knowledge that I don't have. <laughs> So I'll just st- stop myself mid <laughs> sentence. How are you doing today? Uh, doing all right. Yeah. Uh, it was an early morning for me, meaning 9 a.m. I'm sure that's not early for most people, but uh, that was like, what is this? <laughs> but yeah, but they're all great. Doing okay. Oh, so I have three kids. They are all boys, uh, four, eight, and nine. Amanda? I have three kids. I have a nine-year-old boy and twin seven-year-old girls. Oh, man. I'm going to blow you guys out of the water. I have two boys, uh, 17 and 20. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, why you said are... nine was la- was oh, early. These are like men. Just like a couple of dudes just walking around my house. Going like Sometimes I'll turn a corner and be like, whoa, oh, oh, it's you. <laughs> it's, sir. Oh, is that mind-blowing just to see them like grown up? It is. You know, I enjoyed every stage. I'm talking about like, I loved when they were just like floppy little gelatinous blobs. That was beautiful. I loved the walking and, and babbling and you know what I mean? Like every little thing, even the teenage, you know, giving it back to you with the waving of the fist. Uh, it was all, it was all, I just really tried to enjoy every stage because I saw, because, you know, they're like three years apart. I saw uh, that that changes really quickly. So I'm like, oh man, I gotta just savor it. Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, we're Amanda, both so we're like, yeah, we gotta savor this. We yeah. gotta savor <laughs> this. Like we both just well, you know what it is? It's like mm-hmm. I guess it's less savoring and more so like not trying to move on so fast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I can't wait till they stop this. Whatever yeah. that is, you want them to stop. Let them do that. Let, let that be for a minute. Yeah, yeah. That's how I, I am with that. my four-year-old right now because I mm-hmm. I'm seeing how quickly the other i mean it's you know it's quick and it's also forever but just you know the passage of time and i'm i'm realizing like okay this is my last baby i've really got to savor this baby mm-hmm. the, the last little morsels of it <laughs> i was watching all three of them like horse around this morning and amanda it was one of those times that we've talked about in the past where you're like oh this is what it's all for you know where you just you see the people that you made and it's yeah. lovely and beautiful and they're they're enjoying each other and no one's fighting and oh 
you know, those, those moments are so few and far between, but they're so satisfying. Yeah. Those, those are the ones that fuel you to keep it going through the late nights, you know, night terrors and <laughs> the mm-hmm. bringing strange things into the home from outside and all that. Bringing <laughs> <laughs> strange- so specific. <laughs> well, I have boys, so I don't know if you guys have boys, but my boys yeah. were always bringing home like lizards or like, look at this rock or here's a yeah. dead cat or something. Oh, know. God. <laughs> Not quite dead cat, but, you know, yeah. hyperbole, but that's the gist of it is that they, they were like always bringing stuff to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have three boys uh, oh, yeah. and Amanda has one and it, our oldest are both sort of on the precipice of um, puberty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's especially exciting to talk to you just because you're on the other side of that. Yeah. Uh, and you- I feel like I've survived the war. But <laughs> <laughs> But I, I have to say my kids are more sort of indoor kids, um, mm-hmm. except maybe the last one, the fourth, the four-year-old is more sort of, I think he takes after me the most. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I, I like outdoorsy shit. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they don't bring, they know like if they've got cool stuff, they have to leave it outside the front door. Oh, that's good. Wes yeah. is like a hoarder. He'll see something and he puts it in his pocket or he's like, and then I'm, I'll be like, you don't need this, right? He's like, I need to keep that forever. That leaf Ugh. needs to go oh, in my yeah. room forever. Yeah, like, that's how just, my youngest was. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, can we just throw even boxes? Like, so if he gets a toy and they're, like, oh, yeah. let's say he gets a Lego set, he builds the Lego set and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get rid of the box because you did the set. And he's just like, no, we got to keep that box. <laughs> it's like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do keep that. that what so, do we even? Yeah, my kids like to save like shoe boxes. They're like, I'll use it. No, they no. And then I just wait <laughs> three days and then I throw it away. Right. They forgot about it. This, yep. Yep. <laughs> that's what you got to do. You know, you got to work your magic of, oh, they're sure they have short term memory loss. Like they're, yes. they're, like, they're like a goldfish right now. You can <laughs> manipulate them. Oh my God. But you never know because like we used to get these. Um, My, my uh, stepmom and my dad used to send my kids these. Um, what were they? They were like, oh crap! It was like this mail thing where every month you would get this packet, and it would Kiwi talk about cream. a different country. Oh, that's great! They were awesome. Yeah. So, like one of one of them was a different country, and then one of them had one that was a different state, and then I think another one had something that was just like every month they send you some sort of science thing. They were mm. really cool, um, and uh, and I really recommend them. But after a while, they sort of stopped being enthusiastic about them and then i just had this big bin full of like 13 of like they just kind of piled up um and uh and so i think i held on to it for like a year and then i'm not even sure where it went like i might have <laughs> given them away but the other day my eight-year-old was like i want to do those things like where are they plans unraveling yeah. <laughs> yeah like they sat around for over a year now you want them oh, yeah. right it's like i guess it's tough for others to gauge someone else's emotional attachment to something you know even yeah. if your kids sometimes you're not quite sure how they it affects them you know and it's hard because I don't have much emotional attachment with objects, so I also don't understand. Like, my right, husband right. has a lot of attachment. It's really hard for him to get rid of stuff. But I'm like, it's a thing. Look at it. Think about it. Remember it later. Let's throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> how, have you guys figured out how to – so during pandemic, like, Goodwill is closed. I have so much – I finally have some time to, like, 
you know, dig out of the hoarder hole that is my house. So, like, how do you how are you guys getting rid of stuff? You know, I don't think Goodwill's closed anymore. Really? Yeah, they mm-hmm. may be open. You might be able yeah. to take your stuff. <gasps> I got to rent a truck. Yeah, I would I would do it like soon in case we get a curfew again or something or everything's yeah. just down again. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's another thing. My kids make like Lego structures, especially my 8-year-old makes Lego structures and then and then they have to be like preserved for oh, yeah. some amount of time. You got to look at them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. I don't know, but like, I want to take them apart and put them up. And it's like, well, you made this like a month ago. Are we still holding <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Yes, we are. It needs to collect <laughs> dust and then we can get it. <laughs> or like he gets these Lego, he got this really amazing Lego set where it was like um, the architectural wonders mm-hmm. of like, um, maybe it was like Shanghai or something. It's a sophisticated Lego set. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it was really <laughs> It's really cool. It was a birthday present from um, his grandparents, um, but it was really fucking cool. And he loves like um, he's really into uh, landmarks. Like that sounds. I've cool. never heard that as a descriptor <laughs> of a child. He's really into landmarks. <laughs> I was like, hey, like if we redid your room, what would you want? And he was like, okay, I want. And he was like, I need a like a wall decal of this structure. Like he put, it was like all oh, these wow. like landmarks he wanted. So yeah, these structures are awesome for him for the Legos. But then also we have these. So now I have this like thing of all these Shanghai landmarks uh, that I guess <laughs> will just live on our bookshelf. Uh, until he goes to college, I don't know. <laughs> nope, because if you just if you take him out, he's gonna be like bringing a friend home from college. Be like, yeah, my mom's got this cool thing she saved for me. Mom, where's it? <laughs> oh my god, that's like my grandma threw out all of my dad's baseball cards and like, <gasps> yeah, like, so he still has like a, a wound inside that will possibly yes. never heal. Yeah. Oh my goodness, my goodness. <laughs> um. So Amanda, what's going on? What what has been uh. What's been breaking you? Probably nothing, no. right? Nothing. Yeah, no, my life is good. Everything's cool. easy. Great. Uh, sound like a parent. Yeah. yeah. Um. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, um, I mean, every day it's something. So today it was uh first I wanted to say that Wes with Legos, so he's like a it's weird because he can't let go of things, but with Legos he can. So he'll as oh. soon as he builds it, it's enough, and then he tears it apart and puts it in his bin. And oh, it's wow. like I almost want him to, but I want him to keep them because sometimes they're beautiful and like yeah. these like big ornate things that he's built. And I'm like, that's awesome. And then he's just like, yeah, oh, well, I did it. And then he's like, it's just Has very he ever told like, you to take a picture. The only thing he's ever kept was he built the big Yoda um, at Christmas. There's like this giant Yoda that was really it took him longer than most do because it was a couple days it's also like the same it's just green bricks green and brown bricks because it's like yoda's just that so it was like Wait, was it a kit it was a lego set okay a, it wasn't like, like he wasn't like i'm gonna make a giant yoda with the thing no but he like the eyes move and it's oh. it's complex it's like one of the bigger star wars thing it's not like a little one like it was it's for probably for adults but um he did it, and so that's the one Lego that he hasn't ripped apart because I think he was mm. like, Mm-mm, "Nope, you get to stay." Like, but everything else, he just is like, "Yep." Like he got one of those architecture sets, he built it. He's like, "There's that." 
<laughs> and now it's gone. And so he can't rebuild it because it just goes away. Yeah. It's um, so complicated. But then he'll keep the boxes. Maybe that's why he keeps the boxes. Because he's like, yeah, yeah I, built that, to... I built that. Right. I built that. <laughs> it's his gallery of accomplishments. <laughs> no, I know. Welcome to my gallery of accomplishments. Those are just the boxes. Yeah, but I built them. I did. Yeah, you should have been there. It was really awesome. <laughs> What's been breaking me though is like, so today I was getting ready. Uh, you know, the girls are getting to an age. All my kids are starting to comment on my body. Um, Whoa. Yeah, all of them. All three of them. It's really awesome and it feels good. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, like, really a steam building. <laughs> just yeah. makes you feel oh, gosh. Kids real proud. Are... <laughs> yeah. Well, they like so I'll go swimming and uh I have lately been kind of just embracing this is who I am and I'm never mm -hmm. gonna be this young again and I need to just like own it. Yeah. So like I'll wear a bikini when I go swimming. Yeah. Um not Sometimes if I'm, no, I mean, I'm never around people anymore, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I was like, where am I going where anybody's actually going to see me other than my kids? And you would think that it doesn't matter, but they're like, oh, you're wearing one of your bikinis again. <laughs> like they make these like side comments and I'm like, oh, yeah, I am. And then they're Get like, <laughs> they're like, oh, well, you have that like belly. And I'm like, yeah, that belly is my belly. And I'm like, but I'm strong. So I don't care. Um, and then they'll like yeah. pat my belly and they're like, you know, it's soft. I'm like, I know it's soft. Let's stop talking about my belly. And then they're like, look at your butt, mom. Look at like, it's like a constant conversation about my body. And I just Whoa. keep trying to be like, you know, like respond with. Yep. But, you know, like I am, I am awesome and strong like i just keep saying i'm strong yeah, i'm strong good. i'm strong good for yeah. you though because i am strong you know like, yeah if you hold to that hopefully yeah. it'll give them a different view of like it's more than what you see in magazines and tvs kids you know yeah. <laughs> I, I know what i'm capable of i work out a lot like i'm i am strong and i'm proud of how strong i am at my age yeah. and i am not ashamed of my body and so it's interesting that my like seven-year-olds are making me question that for the first time in my life um, it's really weird. Also, like my son too, like he keeps like he'll like hug me and then say something like, I don't think you're fat. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what? almost like saying, Look, I know the rest of the world might have comments, but not me, mom. It's like what? And you're like, oh my god, he's like a mean girl. It's like yeah. I, don't, I don't care what the rest of the school says. I think you're Cool. <laughs> that I don't what you know like it's just um there's like an obsession lately with them all about my body and how I show up or what I'm wearing so this morning you know I do work full-time so I have to be on zoom all day every day and so I still like from the waist up have to look presentable um uh today I'm in sweats uh my sweatpants and then on the top I have like this really nice work blouse I look like totally put together but I'm, nice. I'm half and half today so uh <laughs> Hey, you're but wearing was, pants. That's amazing. I'm wearing pants. Well, right. it's because I'm always scared that I'll stand up and forget if I'm not wearing pants. And then <laughs> that will happen. So that I'm is just... that, that is my life. I get that fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, I know. I'll be like, oh, somebody just not ring the doorbell. Be right back. And then <laughs> 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 I have my underwear. But so um I was getting dressed and I'm putting my makeup on, and Benny was standing next to me, and she was just like, I really like it when you wear your hair down. Um and I was like, oh, oh, okay. And then she kept going. Are you going to put makeup on? Sometimes when you put makeup on, it's, you look really pretty. Like if you do your eyes this way and then you put your lipstick on, 
and cover mm. up like you know you have those moles on your face when you cover those up with makeup you look just so much better than you do when you're not wearing makeup and then she goes i'm sorry don't cry wow wow were you about to cry no i go i'm not crying she goes it looks wow. like you're about to cry and then walked oh my away. Gosh. and i Did was just like, like gaslit you and what yes! that's amazing so i get like i get dressed i'm like go you go get away from me like go away go away i'm not gonna let you get to me today i'm not gonna wear lipstick no matter how many times you tell me to do it so uh i get in the car but i did find myself like driving them uh i drove them they go to camp and so i was driving them to camp and i kept like, looking at myself in the mirror being like what do i need I makeup right like yes! Yes! i was totally like Am I, did I gain a lot of weight recently? Are they trying to tell me something? Do I need to be wearing it? Like all of a sudden I start questioning myself and it's just fascinating that like they've all turned on me. Like I'm just, you know, I don't know. I'm strong physically, but maybe emotionally they're wearing me down. I mean, <laughs> I'm done. Oh, yeah. That's rough. My, uh, it is. you start to just like, I, I am proud of my, Look, this is me talking about myself, but I am really proud of my butt. And I think nice. I have an excellent behind. And I've always had that. And it's the thing that I'm most proud of about myself. So when they start commenting on my butt, that like I am not gonna lie, that's the part where I was like, What? No, this is my sense of pride. Yeah. Don't you attack that? You can attack every other part of me, but that's like so now I find myself like it's oh, it's no. It's dumb, but I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, am I getting old lady butt? Like, it's just like, I just, these kids are breaking me in how I look at myself. Yeah. It sucks. It does suck. Because I can't even like fully, like, what do you say to that? I just say like, it's not nice to talk about other people's bodies. It makes, yeah. you know, like, it's just not kind and we need to practice being kind. That's the thing that we just say at our house over and over is like it's not nice to talk about uh we don't talk I say we don't talk about other people's bodies even yeah. even if it's a good thing no you don't need to express your opinion about it well you know what the girls do to each other now because so my girls Dwayne my girls are identical twins oh, and wow. so it's interesting because they've started to say things like you know I'm the prettier one oh boy <laughs> oh boy <laughs> And it's like, you are identical. I'm sorry. There's no <laughs> argument to be won in this case. You both are identical. You look the same. And that, no, I'm the prettier one. You can see it clearly. And it's like, no, you can't. No, you can't. You know, that's probably just like something they're going to be doing with each other. That like little competitions, like the rest of their lives, you know, whether it be like joking or serious, whatever it is, it's just like, because the world's going to keep telling them you're the same. And they're just going to keep rallying against that. I am me. Yeah. Yep. I'm not. No, I'm the pretty one. She's not. She's the ugly one. Yep. It's interesting. Crazy. <laughs> anyway, that's that's where I'm at today, Betsy. Oof. Looking at myself on Zoom going, hmm, maybe, she, maybe I should wear lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. My, my, that's um, awesome. So my three boys, the oldest is like very, he, he takes after my dad and he's very like naturally slim and he makes, he, he's always made like naturally healthy choices in terms of food for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, like he will eat, we used to call it feeding time at the butterfly farm because he would just <laughs> eat fruit and like a lot of times when he was younger, he his whole lunch would just be like a whole melon. Like that would, that's what he would eat. <laughs> 
Um, whereas my eight-year-old, he physically takes after more of my husband and his father. Um, and they're more sort of stocky, um, built like a brick shit house is what, how I, we called it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good description. It gives me a visual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you look like, um, you know, that house where we all shit in it. Um, great. But a brick, but like a sturdy one. Yeah. <laughs> Not one of those <laughs> sad wooden ones. This this is built to last. <laughs> but um, so so it's a little hard. He struggles. He he always has. Even when he before he was born, um, they would do a sonogram and they would be like, "Wow, look at that." tummy like before he was born wow so so he he, you know he's just naturally not um you get it so my nine-year-old rex makes fun of him all the time and he will say mean things all the time about his weight Um, and it's awful And, and no matter what i say or do he he you know and part of it is just like brothers ragging on each other you know like kids will abuse their siblings. Oh, they, they look for the weak spots. Oh yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's such a bummer. They don't talk about my body so much because usually, I mean, even though I'm, I've got a fair number of insecurities and body shame. Um, I try to pretend like I'm super confident and I feel beautiful all the time, just for their to sort of show them by example i guess i don't although they're boys i don't know um yeah yeah i definitely get it more from the girls than i do uh from wes i've gotten yeah. the you know you're not, i don't think you're fat to me but um i'm never whenever gonna they, forget that um. whenever they comment on my stomach which is uh sizable um they uh i always just say Oh, oh, it's like that because, because yeah, they'll be like, why is your stomach so big? Or like, why is it so, your stomach is so squishy or whatever. I'll be like, that's because it was a house for three different people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I say. yeah. How about that? Yeah. 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 Get, show me, show me a house that three people lived in and, uh, and I'm going to show you a, a squishy stomach. So, yep. so yep. there. <laughs> but yeah. it's hard. I hear you. It's probably not going to get any better the older they get, right? No, I don't think it will. I think it's- I was going to say earlier when you guys were talking about you know stuff like it's um, telling them you know not nice to comment whatever. I was like, you're. I wanted to say you're handing them weapons for later <laughs> use. Like, oh. You're letting them. Because <laughs> like, like that's it. They got you. <laughs> they were like, it feels like there's like a point. It's like maybe around high school, like end of high school before college, because my kids are like before once in college, once about to go, uh-huh. uh, where they're like pretty much tell you everything they you didn't do for them <gasps> and, <laughs> oh, and how that's going to ruin their life in some way. Oh, yeah. God. You can get past this. You got to just like you got past everything. But it's such a shocker. I'm like, this can't be real. As much as we've done, as much yeah. love as I've poured on you, you got to tell me what you didn't get. Got it. Right. Okay. This is good. Thank you. Okay. So it's, right. it's going to happen no matter what. So we just have to brace ourselves. Okay. Right. Oh, boy. Okay. 
good to know. <laughs> <laughs> or it may not happen at all. I don't know. It could have just been my guys. You know, yeah. I, did it, I did it to my parents now that I think about it. I totally mm-hmm. did that to them. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was like, no, you failed in every way possible. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like as a parent, you're just like, it's like what you were saying about maybe I didn't even make up. You're just like, oh, damn, did I? Yeah. You know, I'd be yeah, like, what exactly. the fuck? I mean, that hits you at your core. Like, yeah. no, no, I tried to be loving. I did this, this I did that. I made sure you were acting. And you just like, you, you question everything. Yeah. when it's presented to you at that age. Because at that age, you're thinking like, dude, you're ready, bro. You graduated high school. You're about to go off to college. You got all these interests. You have friends. You know, you're thriving. You're not on drugs. You're not in jail. You know, all these other yeah. things. And they're just like, let me tell you how wrong you were. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Jonas Paul Eyewear. They specialize in glasses for kids and teens aged 4 to 16. If your kid wears glasses, you know how difficult it is to find cute, comfortable frames. And you also probably know what a pain in the butt it usually is to get glasses. When I've gotten glasses for my kids, I had to drive an hour away to a specialty store. And then every single time there was an adjustment or an issue, I had to drive an hour there and then an hour back. And it was not great. But now I am so excited to try Jonas Paul eyewear. Their mission is to help kids feel beautiful and confident in their glasses. And you know that if they're going to actually wear them, that's super important. They offer a home try-on kit for just $1 that allows you to try out their glasses for a week without even leaving your home. There are no extra trips to the eye doctor. There's no more feeling rushed or pressured to get everything before you're ready. You can just order online, test out the glasses, and you can do it all from home. Prescription glasses start at $79, and that includes the prescription lenses. They also have blue light blocking lenses that are available for all of their frames, prescription and non-prescription, and they are perfect for extra screen time and online learning. So check it out. You, our listener, can save 15% off. You just go to JonasPaulEyewear.com, and you use the code WhyMommyDrinks15, the number 15, and you get 15% off. Jonas Paul Eyewear, 15% off. Why Mommy Drinks 15. Do you feel depressed, anxiety, grief, stress? The real question should be was like, do you not feel those things? Because I really don't know anyone who's not experiencing all of those things all of the time. Um, I know I am. And especially with the school year coming up, the the stress of uh, what how I'm going to handle it all is hitting hard. Um, our sponsor this week, BetterHelp, is a wonderful resource for anyone who might be feeling any of those things. BetterHelp is a website that will help assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, which means you can connect up in a safe and private online environment, which is very convenient in these day in this day and age. You can send messages to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all from the comfort of your own home or home office or office. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. So if you struggle with depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, uh, trauma, which is what we're all living through right now, anger, or family conflicts, which is all day, every day, um, if you are experiencing any of those things, BetterHelp can help. So anything you share is confidential, it's convenient, it's professional. 
In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're uh, recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So it's also another way, if you are out of work, for you to possibly pick up some new work. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com drinks. So join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drinks. So one of your sons, has he already spent a, a year at college? Or is Yes, he- yeah, he's, he's uh, it's got to be a junior. He just finished his sophomore year. Okay. And did he mm-hmm. did he go to college, like, far away or nearby? Next, uh, yes and no. Uh, UC Santa Cruz, so it's in the state of California, but it's up north okay. near San Jose. Yeah. Is that like a, I don't even know, is that past San Francisco? It is not quite to, uh, yeah, you're not quite there at San Francisco, but it is considered the Bay Area. Okay. So he can like come home for Thanksgiving, but maybe not the weekend so much. Yeah, he's he's come home like before they the pandemic shut everything, the college campus is down. He would like maybe spend spring break up there, but he'd spend the holidays here and summer break here. Right. Awesome. But he definitely like got away and lived on campus like right away. <laughs> <laughs> like like he was like, let's freaking go. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and were your kids raised in Pasadena? Um, for the most part, like he, my oldest, he graduated from Pasadena High School. Oh. The youngest started at Pasadena High School, but then ended up finishing at Long Beach Poly. He ended up uh, living with his mom uh, for his senior year. So for the most part, they grew up in Pasadena. Long Beach Poly is that a is that a high school or a? It's a high school. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, it sounds Long like Beach, a college. Long Beach Polytechnical School, I think it's called, or something like that. <laughs> He went there for like music. They kind of have a big music oh, department. Yeah. That's cool. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. polytech! I have no idea what polytechnical means. It sounds like math. You know what? I don't know either. And he graduated from there. I just <laughs> glad he got out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, what was I going to ask you? Okay, so so your seventeen year old is planning on, or the next step is to go to college in the fall. Yeah, he got accepted to Cal Poly Pomona. That one is, I guess, polytechnical too. I don't know what the poly there stands for, but uh, many, so yeah, uh, many so he's, uh, right. Uh, but so he's going to Cal Poly, uh, but he won't. It won't be at least the first semester. It won't be on campus. They've already let us know that. Oh, so man. he's already been accepted. Accepted his financial aid pack and all that. Nice. He's picked out classes. He's very excited. And, oh, yeah, and tough. he's going there for music as well. Yeah. That is tough. Like, yeah, yeah. freshman year of college was like one of the was best everything. times of my yeah. life. Right? That's like the only time you live on campus. It's like yeah. most people don't beyond that, like live on campus. So for you here and there, but for the most part, it's like that's when you really get into like the college experiences freshman yes. year. Yes. Yeah. It's so exciting. And it, you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you get to meet all these new people and have these new experiences and you get to present yourself in whatever way that you choose. It's right. Uh, right. And you're not at home. You're free. Ugh. It's- yeah, like nobody from my high school went to my college, at least no one that I knew. Yeah. So it was like exactly that. You could just like to present who you want to be, you know? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That's uh, well, you know what? He's taking it all in stride. He took not having a prom in stride. He was like, no big deal. He took the whole online graduation in stride. He's taking this, you know, online classes for um, college in stride. He's just like, it's 
it's heartbreaking a little bit for me. You know, I don't share that with him, but it's a, little, a bit heartbreaking because you want all these milestones and right. this pop and circumstance. And, you know, we need rituals as a community kind of thing. So it's a little heartbreaking for me, but be, seeing his resilience made me like, you know, buck up, like, all right, but, you know, if he's not affected that much by it, then maybe I shouldn't be as well. But it was also because, you know, all those things I just mentioned, but also he was like a 9-11 baby, you know, like after 9-11, he was born like the following year. He's like September 12th, 2002 was his birthday. So, you know, it's like all that, he had all these different tragedies and things and things that affect the world. I remember when, um, you know, the, 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 I know we. I know this is not a political show, but I remember when the transition of of, of power was happening. Uh, the most recent one, he was saying, "So wait a minute, it's just going to go back to white people." And I was like, "Oh, hey, wait a minute, son, kid. You know, it's like all these things. It felt like it's one tragedy after another with this kid." I was like, "No, it's not a bad thing. You know, you could teach him about participating in things. I try to look at things as opportunities." But, uh, but you know, with the college thing, it was just like gave me a moment of pause. Like, oh, this poor kid. And then yeah. I had to like stop that because I was like, well, he doesn't look at himself as any kind of victim, so I shouldn't either. Mm. That makes sense. And also we know sort of like what what isn't happening, but they don't necessarily know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah. That's hard. It'd be interesting to see like this generation of folks who are having to do more online, not just college kids, you know, like uh, elementary age, high school age kids they have to do this online learning, how that affects what they give back to the world later. You know, we won't know until it happens, but it's interesting that this is, they, you know, obviously every generation is different, but I think this particular generations uh, that have to live through this pandemic is to be, I just can't wait to see what they offer the world and how it's interpreted and all that. Yeah. yeah, they're going to have a very unique perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's what's been uh, breaking me. Uh, and we've spoken about it a little bit before. Um, just um, I want to connect with my kids and I want to be a good listener. But um, there is a lot of constant, consistent monologuing about um, video games <laughs> and it's really hard to be it's hard to participate and and my, and, and uh my nine-year-old rex really wants me to participate he's always they're, they're always asking me to like join games and like uh like you know like they're like inviting me to word chums and um and they'll they'll a lot of times they will make me download things onto my phone and then they will show me how to play it and then they will like <laughs> they want me to play it so bad so like the other day so they're really into this game called Cookie Run oh here's the other thing I like online games but I don't like the same kind of online games mm-hmm. or you know uh video games or whatever the fuck like games on your phone um, like I like puzzle games, mystery games, uh, that I like slow games. I don't mm-hmm. like anything where you're like, like it's intense <laughs> and you're going right. to jump. Oh, you lost. Like I, that's not my speed. I just, it's not interesting or fun to me to get all like wound up, but of course mm-hmm. they're kids and like, that is fun. So anyway, they're really into this game called cookie run and it's like your gingerbread cookie and you're trying to get out of, I think an oven. Huh. Um, <laughs> now that I think about, huh, that's dark. Um, and then, like, I guess, like every level, you can become whatever. Like in this level, you're a nerd cookie, and in this level, you're a samurai cookie. Um, mm-hmm. 
and it's just so not interesting to me at all Um, and they're so like excited and passionate about it and so my son every day would be like um all right well today are you today let's I'm gonna teach you how to play cookie run or like today you're gonna do a um a gold level just dance uh dance or whatever and I'm just (laughs) I I want to be I'm I like the idea of participating and uh, knowing what they're doing, but mm-hmm. ultimately, I have so I have so little time to do stuff, and it's very hard for me to invest in that. So, like the other day, Rex made me. He was like, "You're doing it," and so he made me download Cookie Run onto my phone, and he made me play it and um and it was just it was like i wish it wasn't it sounds so stupid but it was like torture yeah you made to yeah. play this game and I, I, no yeah i'm in the same boat then my kids want me to play roblox like my they're like please just create a character mom we'll do it for you and then you can be in this imaginary world with us where we go do all these things and I just keep going, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do that. And, um, and no, no, and I don't want to, if I'm going to play a game, I want to play a game that I want to play. Yeah. I keep saying like, let's play something else. Or, um, I did get them to play Uno. Cause I was like, these are the kind nice. of games I like yeah. to play, you know, yeah, like let's, fun. I'll teach you to play Monopoly. They don't, they just take everything apart in Monopoly at this point, but oh, yeah. um, they'll, they'll, they'll get there. Almost. I think everybody plays Monopoly at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just got like for Wes and I, cause I was struggling with this too, Betsy. Cause I feel like, um, there's like a, a guilt in not wanting to meet them where they're at or do what they like yes. to do or try to like be with them when they're doing their thing. Um, so I got the, and so far it seems Yoda is a thing I'm finding. So I got this, uh, paint by number, which is like so dorky. But when I was a kid, I used to like paint by number. And now with the stress, I like it because I don't have to think like, I don't have to worry about creating or messing up. It's like coloring with paint basically. So I got this baby Yoda paint by number is for it Wesley. On, is it on a phone or is it in real life? It's in real life on a oh, canvas okay. with real my, paint. My kids do like nice. paint by number apps and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is, this is in real life on a canvas. And I just said to Wes, we're going to paint this together mm. in times where we're, you know, like, we'll just, it's out. Like I have it on a piece of cardboard taped on it. And then like, even I at lunch will sometimes just like, just take a number and start painting and then he'll add to it. Um, just trying to find something that doesn't belong to either of us that we can mm-hmm. do together because that's I think that smart. that's, that's been health helpful for me and him. Yeah. Um, just because I don't want him to think I don't like him by not yeah. liking what he likes to do. That's a and great it, compromise that you're both yeah. kind of struggle with something together, you know? Yeah. 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 So that's been good. I mean, I know we don't give advice, but it has been good for us so far. He has stopped asking me to play the games. <laughs> and when he does ask me to play the games, I go like, Oh, why don't we do some uh, pay by number? And then he's like, yeah. oh, okay. You know, like it, 
Because yeah, I think he's... really he just wants to connect when he's asking. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, my kids had the same deal where they always wanted me. To, like I used to play a lot of video games, um, and then you know as I got older and better at them, I would like stop playing as much. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's like, dude, I don't want carpal tunnels. You know, like knock yourself out. I don't care anymore. Um, I mean, who got better? You did or the kids did? The kids got better. Uh, like got their their skills like start to match and then surpass mine. So yeah. I was like, no, this is no fun for me anymore. I wanted to dominate. <laughs> Um, but then it got to the point where they were they you know got older and they had these uh games you could all participate in like you know mario kart or something like that and they would ask me to play yeah and get disappointed if i didn't want to so i was like you know what let me just go ahead and make the effort let me just suck at it and yeah. it, let it be okay at sucking at it because what i what i thought would be worse is the distance you know if they're reaching out i don't want to right. be like totally distant when they get to a certain age you know mm-hmm. and i feel like we are pals now you know we don't get along like we're best friends or anything like that I mean, we're still the parent child relationship there that changes over time don't get me wrong. Yeah, I but we are pals. You know, need to need to be better about taking, to, you know, yes, anding them in those moments and mm-hmm. and taking the time. It's just so hard. But sometimes it's hard when it's yeah, too. Exactly, like, it doesn't interest you. So yeah, I get hard, it. They have so much to do. Yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, think about something that you might like that you can do that they may be interested. Just so that you are interested in it, because that's been helpful. You know, like so that they that's can see that good. they idea wait also just going along with that and you know he's trying to my nine-year-old is trying to like uh communicate with me like we were just saying but like every almost everything we talk about he'll be like good morning mama did you know that and then it'll be like this whole you know and then this gold move can can you even believe it what do you think is more complicated the this the dance for uh like it, it just it like goes it's just a monologue and it's yeah yeah and i'm just like nodding my head and smiling and i'm and i'm trying to <clears throat> appear interested um and i you know and i guess it would be nice to be interested but also i'm just not interested <laughs> i mean yeah i mean we can't control what we like and don't like sometimes. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I just feel like trapped. Maybe that's it. It's just like when mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like trying to do stuff and then I have to stop everything and just freeze and then mm-hmm. smile and nod for two minutes. Um, and then the same sort of thing. It was like, you are going to play this game. And so it was just like for half an hour, I was like, ah. And I, yeah, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, like, oh, just be a good mom and like no. fucking do the thing that they're asking. It's also this isolation, though, because I do like Wes was doing this to me because it was like they don't have anyone else to talk to. They're not going and talking to their mm-hmm. friends anymore. So the only person that they have to talk to is you about right. these things that you don't care about that are fictitious and not, you know, like you're just like, I don't know what that is or what it means. Right. Um, that was always my response. And it's like such a cold, like, go away. <laughs> But um, right. yeah, I'm always but, like, I don't know what that is. I'm so yeah. sorry. I, I mean, and I think that they usually talk to each other, like their friends about these things. And it's like, oh, I got a level something, something. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, I heard this thing. And that like, they, that's how they socialize. Mm-hmm. Right. So when they don't have that, you get to hold that. And it sucks. But like when Wes went to camp, it slowed down. He doesn't talk to us about the video games as much anymore. He's you know, like he's calm. So I think, I think you should also go easy on yourself in that you're holding a lot for him right now. 
Right. I'm giving you a lot of advice on this show today. <laughs> Breaking the law. No, it's like, oh, but you should. You should go easy on yourself. It sucks to listen to things you don't know anything about or care about. And the fact that you're yeah. doing it is very nice. Yeah, it's a, that speaks to, you know, which, how you feel about your kids to participate in things you obviously don't have no interest in. <laughs> you could be like me where I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't care. <laughs> I mean... Not to put too fine a point on it, but like between three kids and a husband, I just I get a lot of yeah. chatter and monologuing. <laughs> <sighs> I, I love them, but I just want to be left alone. You, you will find yourself saying that a lot. I love them, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dwayne, what has uh, I this? I am excited to hear what has uh, what has broken you. What has driven you to drink, uh, literally or figuratively? You know, I won't tell, or I, I don't think anything necessarily recently has broken me or driven me there. But I, I'll tell a story of something that did, like one of the earliest moments that was, I was like, "Oh my God, is this what parenting is?" Kind of thing. <laughs> um, so Justin, my eldest, was uh, Justin was like maybe. I don't know, five or so. And the little one was like two. George was two. And we're in a you park. In it. Yeah. And that's when you're in it, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're in a park and we're hanging out. We're, we're playing on the monkey. And, and, you know, the wife at the time was like, you know, doing stuff on the stroller. So she's off to the side and I'm playing with the kids. I'm, I'm climbing on stuff. I'm having a good time. And then the little one comes running up to me and he's just like, like, like I could tell he's scared of something. I was like, what's going on? And he points over to like a bunch of uh, pigeons that were just like around hanging out in a group eating stuff or whatever on the ground. And I was like, oh man, that's just birds. I was like, what's this? So I like put out my arms like an airplane and like ran through the birds. And he was like, you know, kind of laughs because I laughed. He was like, oh, that's cool. So the birds come back and then he does it on his own. I don't even tell him to run through. He does it on his own and he laughs. I'm like, oh shoot, you know what? I am the shit. Like I am <laughs> the most awesome parent there is. Look what I just did. I got to look over at his mom. I might have even like winked at her, like, check me out, dad of the fucking year, right? The moments where you're like, I like, I am acing this. Like, this like, is what I'm you like, literally, that was out. my thought. <laughs> yep, exactly. I was like, I, I, I might have had the thought, I should write a book. <laughs> right? Like, that's where I was with my, right? That's how I was feeling like, recently when my husband had this like whole bit about. Frigo, the string cheese man, and it was this whole like character, and they were like, "Papa, like tell us more about Frigo, the <laughs> string cheese man." And then you're like, "Yeah, like this is parenthood." Right. Sorry. Go on. And then uh, no, no, then uh, uh, cut to like the car ride home, and the kids are in the back, and we're all in front driving and everything, and then I see up in the road ahead some pigeons in a row, like eating some whatever, right? And I was like, "Oh, guys, check it out." birds and they're both leaning in you know the scene or whatever and i was like all right here we go so i speed up mm -mm. <laughs> oh, no! and the birds don't move i'm talking about they hit the grill they hit the windshield the kids are screaming the kids are screaming the wife is screaming like what's wrong with you you're a monster It was bad. It was like, yeah. And I'm sure someone watching was like, look at that monster. Right? He's look at that guy like mowing that. through you. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Pretty sure I scarred them. Pretty sure. That was a scarring moment. Uh, and then, and yeah. And that, okay, wow. <laughs> yeah. 
Just imagine the kids being like, yeah, we're going to, oh no, dad, you just killed all those birds. They were like screaming. Oh. It was like, you could, because the birds at the last second, a couple of them tried to like get out of the way. And it was oh, like, no. bam, grill, bam, windshield. Windshield. Oh, so they saw it. Oh, they saw it. Oh, they saw you it. Do you remember it, Dwayne? Uh, no, because I, I remember like I, uh, I put that into as a cold open of this pilot I wrote and I told George about it. I was like, hey, man, you know, just FYI, I, did, I remember this story. I was like, you remember that? And he was like, no, I remember that at all. Well, I was like, well, he was too. You know, I mean, he was like two. Yeah. So I'm glad. Does Jordan remember it? <laughs> Justin, yeah, no. Um, I don't think so. I don't think I ran it by Justin. I was like mostly trying to see if Justin George did, but nope. Oh, that is so funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Insane. Like, um, oh no, they didn't move. <laughs> oh they my did god. Not move. Yeah. It scarred me too. I was oh like, my god. you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> scared to get him pets after that. I remember like having to like we got him turtles later. I was like remembering like making sure they were a part of the mourning process when one of the turtles died and we like buried oh. it, like making sure they're okay with like animal death, you know. Oh my gosh. Oh you, my god. How did you what did you say? What did you say? As I'm curious also what you said to it your was, wife at the time. It was just like a lot. First, we had to like, you know, pull over and yeah. just like take a moment because it was like a lot of like trauma. Oh right? So God. we had to like dry the tears, take some deep breaths and talk about a little bit what happened. So I, I think I might have tried to like explain like, you know, if they would have saw that we was it was us as people, they would have moved, you know, like try to say that or justify that I wasn't trying to harm these birds, you know. <laughs> Uh, to say, try to tell them again, like how the park thing did work, and all that. it was just bad. It and was you're just, like, like backpedaling, you know, dealing just... with your own guilt in that yeah. moment. Like, oh. Yeah. And the wife inside, she was just like, "You're gonna clean this, and you're gonna talk to them, and you're gonna do this." <laughs> <laughs> it was just all kinds of bad. Yeah. She was like, "I'm. This is not mine. It's exactly. all." Exactly. It was like all hands off. Like you made oh. this mess. You're oh gonna clean. My gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Good times. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so many of those stories when they were smaller of like moments where you're just like, oh, this is what parenting is, you know? Yeah, right? Like what I, I thought it was this thing, you know, give them some little insight into like animals and relationship to humans. No, it's it's the the real moments of where you think you're a genius and you're really an idiot. Those are the <laughs> Yes, yes, it's so true. Oh, oh my last, goodness. Last night, my um we, so because i have three kids they're always like playing the younger one off of one another the older mm, two nice. so it's like oh like odie's on my side oh no now odie's on my side like i'll hear the 8 year old say like don't listen to rex like he's so mean <laughs> to you blah, 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 blah. and then um and i see the 4 year old looking at the 9 year old all the time like he'll literally i'll so, Dwayne, we do this thing at night. It's not instead of bedtime stories, they dance. Oh, I love it. Night dance. Yeah. Mom gets to have a night dance and uh, a bedtime dance. And whenever I ask the four year old what song he wants to dance to, he looks at the nine year old and is like, What song do I want? Oh, man. Yeah. So, like that sort of stuff is like, but that don't worry. I mean, I, I would I would say don't worry too much because you know they're gonna grow up. I mean they, they're gonna get old. They're gonna be five, you know, next birthday. So yeah. they'll get a. That I think the youngest by being manipulated by the older two slightly like that, mm. they're gonna have more insight into their siblings' personalities than the opposite. The the four year old. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the four year olds are going to have a lot more insight into how their siblings work. They'd be like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> That's true. So, so like, so last, so it always happens. And usually it's the nine year old and the four year old against the eight year old. And mm-hmm. last night, Ajax was like, um, I feel like you, uh, what is it? It was like, I feel like you don't love me. You don't love me. He was saying to the nine year old. And it was like mm-hmm. so heartbreaking. Oh, that is heartbreaking. Yeah. And I tried to like, I tried tried to like have one of those conversations that like a good parent would have. I was very, it was like very deliberate. I love that how you you couch that. Like, you know, like a good parent would have. Because that's what we're all trying to do. Like every time we do so, we're like, a good parent would do or say this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let's all talk about this. Like Rex, your brother is saying like he doesn't feel loved and like, you know, Ajax, why, why do you feel like you're not loved or like what, you know, you know, Rex, what do you think you could do to help your brother feel like love? And it was just like, it was such a shit show. It was such a mess. <laughs> I was like, I am not a therapist. I am right, a failure right. at this. Oh, man. So anyway, I just wanted to share. Just going off of what you were saying about like, this is like, this is a right. real moment where a I'm hitting <laughs> it out of the park. Right. And you're like, nope, you are. Just killing some birds. Yep, just killing a few birds over here. Know what you other parents are doing out there, but got murder over here. Um, Dwayne, where can people uh, find you on social media? Is there anything that you would like to uh, plug? Uh, it's tough to plug things right now for me because I used to do a lot of live shows. So not a lot of live shows going on. don't have that to plug. Uh, we did uh, for a show that I wrote and um, produced um, for Funny or Die called Brainwashed by Tunes. We won one Emmy and we're still up for another. So I think the voting might already be in on it. But if hopefully if, if it isn't, vote for Brainwashed by Tunes. Brainwashed mm. by Tunes. Yeah, like a daytime Tunes like you listen to. Uh, it was the, the concept is that we show uh, how archive uh, we license much archive captions how old cartoons influence and we had a three different topics. We had there's a three episode series. One episode was about um, racism. One was about uh, misogyny, and one was about anti-Semitism. So we start with a modern day clip, then we show cartoon clips, and then we bring it all. Back. And these are all songs that are sung by celebrities. So Wayne Brady sung a song. Leah, Leah Thompson from Back to the Future. She sung a song, and Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. He sung a song. And that's the one that won the Emmy, the one that Jason Alexander sung. Wow. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. I need to watch that. We we, we yeah. showed our kids a bunch of silly symphonies on YouTube. <laughs> and, and some of them are, like, amazing and delightful. But, yes, there's, like, all sorts. Everything that you just said. Like a lot of problematic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Three little pigs and the oh. the wolf was, at some point, the wolf. Oh, we use that. We, oh, use, yeah. we literally use oh, that yeah. clip. Where he puts on this like <laughs> this 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 anti-Semitic trope yeah. that they would have. He used it as a costume to scare you know. They're like, oh my god, it was so terrible. And, and he does yeah. like a voice. He so he does the voice. Yeah, who hasn't li- hasn't seen this? Um, he he dresses up like an Orthodox Jew and pretends mm-hmm. that he's uh like peddling things to get the um them to open. It's and it's just this horrible anti-Semitic. <laughs> character Mm -hmm. oh yeah and then obviously there's racism for for days and days in all of those things 
Oh, what yeah. was we, your it was like <laughs> what was your example of um misogyny what did you find for that uh, lots of um men trying to control women's bodies mm -hmm. so we start when i say we start with the modern day clip we started with that clip of uh i don't know if you've seen it's like um bar surveillance camera footage of a guy when a waitress walks by he pinches her butt she turns around and slaps oh, him i have seen that did she slap yeah, him or so she punch him it was great she punched him she actually beat the crap out of him yeah. but we start off with him punching us to try to say like when did men think or what made men think that they have control over women's bodies oh, yeah. so the glass of samples we use were like olive oil and you know yeah. uh disney princesses and uh, stuff like that so right. you can we, go we really to an it. unconscious woman and just kiss her yeah <laughs> like that is super creepy bro uh, <laughs> or like you know uh, maybe Belle has stockholm syndrome she's falling in love with her captor okay <laughs> <laughs> She has so much going for her. Right? But like, again, like this balance between using our uh, cartoons as examples in real life things, because in the song, we also talk about how there's a real life astronaut. She went all the way up to the space station and got sexually harassed by other astronauts. It's like we can't women aren't even safe in outer space yeah, for misogyny. Right. You know, it's just that's like right. that is terrible. So. Yeah, stuff like that. You know, good times in this song. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, we're still up for writing, and we won one for outstanding. Brainwashed uh, by song. tunes. Brainwashed by tunes from Funny or Die. It's oh my classic. gosh, I have to check that out. That sounds yeah. amazing. And where can people follow you on social media? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at uh, just like Stephen um, with a ph, uh, j u s t uh, s t e p h e n, um, and on. Instagram, I am dcolbert01, so D-C-O-L-B-E-R-T-01. And I, okay. dcolbert, uh-huh, so D-C-O-L-B-E-R-T-01. Got it. Zero one. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, Dwayne, you are doing a great job. Why, thanks. Yeah. Tell that to my kids. <laughs> you messed me up. You didn't do this. Yeah. Oh man. Oh God. I wish. I mean, I don't know if we have time. I. I just. Amanda, do we have time? Uh, for what? I just wanted to talk. I just wanted to hear from Dwayne a little bit more about that transition from mm. from childhood to manhood oh. because it it terrifies me and I'm. You know, maybe I should have brought it up. Um, <laughs> at least I only brought, I guess it was just one of those things where I saw it with my older son and then I saw it happen again in my younger son. I was like, oh, is this a thing? And then I thought back or harkened back to my own life. I was like, yeah, I guess it is because I did, you do kind of like give your parents a little shit. Not just like staying out all night, doing drugs, not that kind of shit, but like uh, a questioning of their choices yeah. as parents. I had young parents. Like my mom is literally 20 years older than me. Uh-huh. Right? Mm -hmm. So like that's really young to have kids. Yeah. And I didn't give mom a break about it. Like I, you know, talk crap about it uh, when I got older and was a teenager. And I didn't give her a break until I had kids. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, she was such a young mother, that poor woman. You know? yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping, I don't, you know, maybe it'll be all the way until they have kids until they realize, hey dude, I was doing the best I could. Um, but it was like things that were questioned, but like, I guess stuff that their friends had or, you know, uh, like like maybe their friends, parents give them dance parties before they went to bed instead of reading them stories, which I did. I read them stories. So they might be, this is fictional, but they might be something like, yeah, you didn't even give us dance parties. Like, what kind of dad are you? And they're like, what? Oh, I read to you. you know? <laughs> so stuff like that, you know, without being too specific about what they actually said, it was just like right. things were like, in my eyes as a parent, they're ridiculous for you to bring up because I can think of, a, you know, a million other examples where I did show you love and understanding and compassion and try to meet you where you're at kind of thing, whatever. But it's all about, you know, 
what they didn't have or didn't get or what they thought they should have had. And then, you know, like I said, my older son is like, he's 20 now. He's like totally over. Like, what are you talking about, Dad? You're great. You know what I mean? Like, he's one of my best friends. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah. a big part of adulthood is just mm-hmm. simply seeing your parents as human beings. As adults, yeah. yeah. It's just and people. People, yeah. Adults. Exactly. I actually just, I want to know more about from, from you as someone who has been through the transition between childhood and, and, and manhood, uh, like, because Amanda and I, like I said, we're both sort of on that precipice. Like, mm-hmm. can you speak at all to that transition or? Mm-hmm. Tough. Um, I mean, we all know the teenage years are tough, just generally speaking. Yeah. In retrospect, I have pretty good kids, you know, because I I always think like, well, they didn't give me as much crap as I gave my parents, excuse Mm -hmm. me, as I gave my parents, you know, so I feel like that's a win. (laughs) You know know what I mean? Because I was talking to my brother about it. My brother was like, yeah, yeah, we, we, you know, because he has two girls uh, and they were like tracked age wise with my kids too. They all grew up together. So I was like asking him about that. Uh, like the little ones, like they they literally were like went to the same preschool, and they're also now going to go to the same college because oh, he's got a Cal Poly as well. What is right? better than Isn't having awesome? cousins close in age? That's oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that about them. Uh, but I was asking him about like you know, am, am I like did I do enough? He was like, bro. You know, they, they didn't do half the crap we did. They're fine. You know what I mean? Like, they're fine. Yeah. They're okay. They're just, like, complaining. Like, it's it's part of the human experience to complain about at some point what you don't have or didn't get or whatever. And then it helps them kind of find their way and make the life that they want, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, Amanda. So it's like giving them room but still being a you know a parent. But you got to give them a little room but still be a parent. But give them a little room. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, that's such that's such a challenge. Yeah, like here's freedom, but not too much freedom. And right, like right, I, yeah. I want to hover over you, but not too much. Yeah, yeah. And it's trial yeah, and error. Ultimately, you have to prepare them to leave, and that's, that's the rub. Yeah, that's the whole deal. It's like preparing them. Like, are you okay to be on your own? You know, like I loved that my older. Uh, kid got to spend the time on campus because that is a transition to having your own place you know are you ready and you want to be there for them if they're not ready so but that feels like that's your job like just get ready to do it it is yeah somehow you 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 want to instill the in them that they you want them to want you and need you but ultimately we have to make them not need us yeah 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 crazy <laughs> Amanda, Amanda, you are doing a great job. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. I, I think your butt's great. Thank you, Betsy. Yes. We don't comment on people's bodies, even if it's nice, but I'm just going to And you can always tell me that. Uh, <laughs> I'm fine breaking the rule for you to tell me that it, that it looked good. So I'll take it. Right. Or I can get it. So thank you for that, Betsy. I'm going to hold that for the rest of the month. Um <laughs> <laughs> Betsy, you're doing a great job too. Thanks, I mean, you're you played Cookie Run, uh, I did, right? Did I wouldn't it. have even played it. <laughs> exactly. It was torture, but I did it. Right. And you can always point back to that too. Be like when they ask you next time. Ah, but I did it this last time. <laughs> I did. I already did that. Did it. You did it. You anyone. Remember that one time I played Cookie yeah. Run? <laughs> that time that was good. It matters. It matters. All right. Well, you might find yourself being body shamed by your kids or 
listening to an endless monologue about Cookie Run, or you're just, you know, running over a bunch of birds in the street, <laughs> know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with drills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Collectors Club, Club. you're here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.